Today on Lockdown Red Wings, the NHL signs a 10-year jersey deal with Fanatics, and pretty much everyone is up in arms about it and previewing which Red Wings prospects are headed to the NCAA Frozen Four Tournament. You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We are your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. I am a podcast producer for the Daily J, WWJ News Radio podcast. Well, Scotty's the host over at Lockdown Tigers, as well as a freelance journalist for the Detroit News. And on today's episode, guys, we're going to talk rant maybe about the 10 year deal that the NHL agreed to with fanatics. Uh, and then whenever we're done with that, we won't put a set limit on that. We'll talk about the NCAA tournament that is set to start today. By the time you guys are listening to this Thursday, March 23rd um, and which Red Wings prospects are playing in it as well as talk about Red Savage's transfer and finishing it off with a short preview, not much to preview considering it's the same team that they just played two nights ago. So, um, with that being said, Scotty, how's, uh, how you doing, man? How was doing all right, man? I, uh, the sun might become an issue here for me (laughs) recording right in front of the window. (laughs) We'll see how uh, the next 30 minutes progresses, but I'm doing all right. How about you? Good. I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm ready to do this. Um, ready to complain because that's pretty much (laughs) what it's going to come down to. Uh, and we're not alone. Uh, when it comes to this 10 year deal, the, the rights, Adidas's rights to make the NHL jerseys was coming to an end and the NHL to find a new, they decided they weren't going to re-up with Adidas and they're going to re they have to find a new maker of all of their NHL jerseys. And it, you know what? This was news that came out like months ago and I was sitting there and I didn't really think much of it. I was just like, Oh, we're, they're going to go to a new partner or whatever. It's who cares. It's going to be like Nike or, you know, back to CCM, but Nope, they chose what is pretty much universally, believed as the worst possible option in fanatics. And like I said, we are not alone in that opinion. That is the worst possible option because I've never seen the NHL or maybe even any sports league get ratioed as bad as the, the NHL did on oh. Twitter. When they announced that agreement, it was horrendous. Yeah. The, the, the only other one I've seen that rivals it was, uh, the letter to the fans that the official MLB account wrote out when they officially announced that uh, they were going to go through a lockout last year. That was the, the only time I've seen anything like that close to a sports team's post getting ratioed that badly. And that's like literally the difference between like a Jersey deal versus like, we're not playing games was the other one. So like, I think that is a, a pretty good indicator of uh, how up and uh, up in arms. That's the phrase fans are. And the reason why people are upset is because fanatics quality is pretty well known for being cheap and just very easily, easily, easily coming apart in the easily. wash. The shirts and the hats aren't that much better. The designs are the same across the board. Every single arena you go into, you're going to see the same, same uh, uniforms and jerseys and hats. Well, not jerseys because it's different team by team, but the same hats and t-shirts 
because they don't vary it up. And it stinks because the fanatics has become a monopoly on sports apparel in the sports world. A hundred percent. I, I, I mean, you obviously worked, you know, like hands on with a lot of the stuff. So you can speak to that part of it way better than I can obviously. But, um, I, I don't think you look, need to look too much further than just like the instant reaction from literally everyone. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't think it's really rocket science. Like this is a, it's just, it, it's mind boggling to me how, wow, my hand's like glowing. This sun's really going to be an issue. This is going to be a rough 30, but um, it, it's, it's, it, it's mind boggling how there are, like when you look around the sports landscape, it's like, oh, who makes like these jerseys? And it's like, you know, based on the league, like it's Nike, it's Adidas, it's it's Reebok, it's whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're going through like these big brands and the NHL was like, you know what? Fan-sided. Or uh, fan-sided. Um, fanatics. Fanatics, that's the word. Fan-sided the writing place. That's great, by the way. Um, but it, it's just, it's mind boggling to me how that was like the, the thought process there is crazy. And I guess, you know, if you're talking about price that it costs, I, I, I don't know the business side of it. I can't say that for certain or whatever, but, um, I, I would imagine that that's probably a cheaper option than Nike, Adidas, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's it, not it, going to be cheaper though. That's the thing. Like, it's, well, yeah, it's cheaper but... now because that's their shtick. They're the cheaper option to Adidas. But Correct. once they take over, and for what it's worth, once they are making the main jerseys, the authentic jerseys, they could very well up the quality. I I, I think I saw somewhere that they actually are like the supplier well, for I'm Nike gear. Sure, they have to. I mean, yeah. they're, they're literally going to be like worn in NHL games. They literally have to. Uh, like I, I I'm not. I don't know. Two years from now, who knows what. Uh, everyone is going to think about it. And if it's going to change dramatically, it's just, it, it's just, it's weird hearing upon like, like your instant reaction is just like, what? Like yeah. that, that's just, that that's a completely different level than the size of the companies that we are used to that make apparel for like professional leagues. Like that's just not, that that's just not the, the, the caliber of company just in, terms of size that we are used to so the immediate reaction was just kind of like wow that seems wild and then you see everyone else kind of freaking out like there's no way you're actually doing this and here we are yeah that's that was exactly my reaction too and the, the silver the silver lining people have been touting out is that price thing they like oh it's going to be a cheaper jersey no it's not now that they have it cornerstoned as the only the, the market cornered rather as the only supplier of jerseys it's going to be a cheaper quality jersey that's going to be more expensive there's no competition to bring it down they've basically cornered the apparel market in all four major sports and it's not they're not their stuff's not good i i always remember the first reaction i had because my issues with fanatics goes back further than with what has taken place with my time at lca i go back further towards the uh, the 2018 Stanley Cup final, I had to remember the year, where the Washington Capitals <laughs> won. And the hat, 
that they wore was just this egregious, ugly design with the it had the mesh back. Oh yeah, and I remember the logo. That. Uh, was on top of a black and white like checkerboard look, and I'm like, how is this the logo and the design that got a, a approved? And not to mention the amount of printing errors because they do the same designs for every team for all their apparel. The printing errors that have taken place because of this, plenty of teams have been shipped the wrong logos. I remember seeing one where it was a Detroit Red Wings jacket, but it had a it said Chicago's Blackhawks on the back of it, and yeah. just like any shot glass you buy, like the logos would start to peel. It's just poor quality product from Fanatics, but. The NHL has agreed. It's just I, I I fear that the Red Wings, not the Red Wings, but the NHL as a whole, are getting in bed with somebody who's not going to best represent their best interests, and they'll have no one to blame but themselves. When Jersey, I don't know, I don't know if Jersey sales are even going to take a hit, Scotty, because fans are fans, right? They'll buy them regardless. Is probably the mindset. Yeah, I, I would imagine they won't, but I. Unless <laughs> the quality is just so bad that people are like, forget this. But I no, immediately, I don't think people are going to be like, oh, you know, it's fanatics now. We can't buy, you know, like, I don't think it'll be that dramatic. But I I think your point is the best one. We're like two years from now, who knows what the, the landscape and that relationship is going to be between uh, both sides. And yeah, it, it, similar to a lot of the NHL's decisions over the last 20 years, they're going to have no one to blame but themselves. Yes. Like, you just went with the lowest bar. You had to have known. I feel ba feel bad for the poor admin who runs the NHL PR account who knew that when they pressed send, they were yeah. going to get just backlash, and yeah. he just had no choice, or she had no choice, just to hit yeah. post. 100%. All right, Scotty, I don't know how much left you got in the tank for this conversation. Um, but when we come back, we'll wrap it up and then we'll move on to the NCAA tournament. But first, I got to talk to you guys about Indeed. No matter how the last game went and, and anytime you take the field, you've got a shot at greatness. You give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites, hoping to find candidates with the right skills. You need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant, Ma Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a quality shortlist of candidates with resumes on Indeed, that match your job description and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus you only pay for quality applications that meet your must have requirements to start right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked on. That offer is valid only through March 31st. Segment two locked on Red Wings podcast. I think the biggest thing for me, Scotty, in talking about this fanatics thing the thing that is most upsetting is that I found Adidas's quality of products very good. Like, again, I talk about that, my time spent at LCA. Everything we got from Adidas that came through those doors was a quality product and was nice. And even with, like, my, at the time, my manager discount, I was, like, trying to cling onto my wallet to not spend all my money on Adidas products. Because, one, I mean, like, for instance, this Lidstrom jersey is an Adidas jersey. And it's just such a high-quality product. And the rest of the oh the cider gear. one too yeah the, oh yeah the cider one as well is an Adidas jersey and it's just such a nice jersey and it fits so well and I know not everyone loved the Adidas product some people liked the how Reebok was a little bit roomier I loved Adidas 
I thought it was a great look. I thought it, the slim fit design of it on over uniforms looked great, but like the apparel and the hats too, the, the designs were so good compared to fanatics. I'm just like, I'm like, are, is this really a decision that was worth making? Well, time will tell and dollar signs are dollar signs. Fans are fans in the NHL's eyes. I probably, I bet they probably think it's worth it. And who knows? Maybe fanatics will surprise me and it'll be a, a great uniform, but I I'm sad to see this is where we go from Adidas because I thought Adidas and even Reebok before that were pretty good suppliers for the NHL. I agree. I agree. I, I don't, yeah, I don't have too many qualms with them. It, it, it also just like the, with all of the fun stuff that has been happening with jerseys over the last couple of years, right? Like we, yeah. as concept- a whole, right. Like for the NHL, especially like they were kind of last to the punch. All baseball might be last, last to the punch, but they, they were one of the last that realized like how much, like fun and how much money you can make off of like cool creative jerseys. And they've done so much with like the, the reverse retros and stuff. And I know that, you know, not everybody likes the The wings reverse retros over the last couple of years and that's fine, but it's just like, it's one of those things where they, they finally started to look like they were gaining some momentum in that category. And like, they were doing some really, really cool and creative stuff with the jerseys. And now, not that they still, that they won't still, I'm sure they will. And I'm sure they'll, they'll keep, uh, you know, a lot of that stuff rolling and a lot of those projects rolling, but it's just the, the, I don't know. It seems like a, like a, like a toss up. It seems like throwing a question mark into (laughs) a lot of the momentum that I thought they like finally kind of had for the first time, maybe ever. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Luckily, we have one more year of Adidas as that contract doesn't begin until 2024-25 season. But then it's 10 years of Fanatics products. So no backing out of this contract now. It's been signed. So the best thing you can hope for, guys, is just that it's quality product. That's what you got to hope for. You hope that Fanatics doesn't just, you know, uh, sell out, so to speak. That the product they give you, the jerseys they give you is going to be of quality because I feel bad for NHL fans everywhere. If what the current fanatics brand is, is what we're getting in every stadium as a, as a primary fixture, not as like a secondary apparel and merchandise fixture, but as a primary fixture, right? That, that would suck. All right, Scott, do you want to move on to the NCAA stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk frozen four, baby. Let's talk yeah. tourney time. So before we get to that, though, we should probably mention Red Savage is transferring from Miami of Ohio, Ohio to MSU, baby, to Michigan State State University. So we have to root against him now, which sucks uh, playing for the Spartans. No, but seriously, it's good for him because he's going to a team that's up and coming. I know Michigan State's had his struggles the last few years, but it feels like it's finally headed in the right direction. Yeah, they kind of had like their last 10 years. They've kind of had like a lot of a lot of this and. Mm. I feel like uh, the last grad class, you know, five-ish years ago, maybe four, five, six years ago, that kind of timetable um, was somewhat promising. And then, yeah, the the most recent team and, and the most recent kind of class has been uh, a little, I don't even know if underwhelming is really the right word, but uh, room to improve for sure. And so I, I think that, this is, yeah, great for MSU, obviously, and really fun just for Wings fans to have him in-state and going to one of the big two colleges. I mean, that's cool. So, Absolutely. And he had 14 points in 32 games played this year at the Miami University of Ohio. Uh, that was match- about matching his point totals from the year prior, although he did cut his 
penalty minutes almost in half. And he wore an A for Team USA at the World Junior Championship, the yeah. U-20 team. He, six points in seven games there. He had a pretty really strong tournament as a guy who was the fourth center. Six points in seven games from your fourth line center is really, really good. And it says a lot about well, it says a lot about what they think about him, that he would get to wear a letter as a fourth line center. But we've we've talked about that before, all the way back in the World Junior episodes. But the reason why we bring this up is, one, because it's notable. He's a, he's a fourth-round uh, pick for the Red Wings in 2021. But also, the NCAA tournament, hockey tournament, is set to begin today by the time you guys are listening to this. And there's a handful of Red Wings prospects that are in the tournament. Um, there's the obvious ones, like the University of Denver product, uh, prospects. But while we're in the state of Michigan, talking about Michigan State, let's go to Ann Arbor and talk about the University of Michigan. There's one Red Wings prospect on the University of Michigan team, and that would be Chris Draper's son, Keenan Draper. And this season, one goal in 23 games, one point. He was a seventh-round pick in 2020. It's tough to really say he's a, he's a real good depth piece for the University of Michigan, but it's tough to really expect too much out of Keenan Draper in this tournament, but he's on a really good hockey team with some of the best prospects in America, and you expect University of Michigan to probably make a deep run. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's if we're talking in-state teams, I mean, that is like the team to really talk about in uh, March, and, and it is for a lot of years, but I mean, this is a a – the last like three or four years of U of M hockey have just been nuts when it comes to NHL prospects. And this year is really no different. I mean, we talked about it yesterday, two days ago, uh, whatever, but um, you know, arguably the best prospect not named Bedard is on that team. So like mm -hmm. you're, you're talking about a, a lot of really fun hockey, some high end talent. And uh, as you mentioned there, obviously some, uh, some potential Red Wing talent on that team as well. Yeah, and Michigan is the third seed going into the tournament, which is pretty high honors considering the other seeds are Minnesota 1, Denver 4, and Quinnipiac 2. Yeah. Uh, but University of Denver, Scotty, I feel like we should probably just get it out of the way. They won the national title last year, and they have two Detroit Red Wings prospects on their team this year, uh, as well as they did have these guys last year. But Carter Mazur, guy's amazing. He's Mazur. one of their leading scorers on that hockey team pull up his page here, wherever it is. I have a lot of tabs open. Sorry guys. Uh, this year he's been phenomenal again. And I, when his, whenever his tournament ends, if there's still season left, I, I imagine he's going to get an ELC Im immediately. Yep. And he might just come right to the Red Wings. That's how good he's been. Uh, he was an a with them this year, 37 points, 39 games point per game player in college. He's nothing to sneeze at. He's, he is, he is a dynamite uh, winger for the, University of Denver, third round pick in 2021. I just, I love watching this kid play and grow. And, you know, Red Savage had a lot of good things to say about him when he, when we interviewed Red uh, during the offseason. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of the program, Red Savage, by the way. Yeah. No, he, he did have a lot of good to say. And yeah, I, th I think your point's a good one, man. I think maybe th this might be one where you, uh, you obviously watch because he's an incredible talent. But, um, you know, right when, right when he's not playing anymore and right when uh, they get bounced or, or win it all or whatever, uh, that, that might be uh, something to keep an eye on too is how quickly the wings kind of put pen to paper there. Uh, also with University of Denver is Shy Boom. Boom. How Do we ever settle on how to pronounce I his last name? The, the latter there was at least closer to correct. 
Uh, he was a 2021 second round pick left-handed defenseman as if we don't have enough of those, but he is six foot three, 220 pounds. And his production is really good on the back end as well. 21 points in 37 games played. 17 of those are apples. Uh, I mean, university of Denver's deep, man. He's going to be a good defenseman. I think he probably takes <laughs> Denver's the a wagon. They are. <laughs> They're so good. They are a wagon. But yeah, uh, that's those are the big names. You got Carter Mazur and Shaibuam. But then when we come back, we're going to con- continue to break down what other prospects are on these national championship tournament teams. But first, I got to talk to you guys today about FanDuel. The tournament is heating up. Hey, the hockey tournament is about to heat up as well. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a, for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Segment three, Lockdown Red Wings pro, uh, podcast. I almost said podcast. I don't know what the hell podcast is. <laughs> oh, you were is. going prospects. <laughs> that too. Mate, that's probably what happened is I combined them in my head because we are breaking down which prospects are in the NCAA hockey tournament. And uh, we talked about Keenan Draper, University of Michigan. We talked Shy Boom and we talked Carter Mazur of University of Denver. Uh, let's go now to the Harvard University, the Harvard University, Harvard University, e. where. Harvard. 2020 2020 sixth round pick Kyle O'Coin seven <laughs> uh left-handed defenseman five foot eleven under six foot shocking for Steve Eiserman 163 pounds according to uh, elite prospects that could be updated should probably put that away and uh two points in 24 games played for a coin uh, but the you know Harvard University has proven to be a really good hockey team as well I mean every team in this tournament is a really good hockey team but Harvard has been They've been in it this year, especially, I feel. They've uh, they've really proven that they got something good going on. Yeah, 100%, man. Um the uh I, man, I love I love these tourneys. I really do. Oh, hockey's so fun. And they're all oh. going to be on ESPN channels too. ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN News. So if you have ESPN, you could probably watch yeah, it, which ESPN is going to be super Plus is, fun. A, is a must get for hockey fans just these days in general, honestly, with the NHL um, uh, partnership too. But no, that, that that's absolutely. And, and there's so many of those fun teams. It's, it's just, it's fascinating doing what we're doing, honestly, and just looking through the landscape of like all the teams that made it and looking at, you know, even teams that just have one, like most of them, like one prospect on the wings on it, whatever. And um, I don't know. I, I, I love Savage played against someone a couple of weeks ago. I forget who, but it's just fascinating to, to see, you know, like they have to compete against each other, but they're really like big picture part of the same organization, even though like smaller picture, they're not right now. It's just, it's really a fascinating concept how hockey does it. And yeah. I completely agree. And there's still four more prospects to get to three more prospects to get to here. Um, and that would be Ethan Phillips, Boston university. Uh, he was a fourth round pick in 2019. He plays center and right wing 
He's a right-handed, five foot nine, hundred fifty-four pounds uh, with Boston University. He has twenty-six games played, two goals, five assists for seven points, and they're playing Western Michigan University today. So there's three Michigan teams in the tournament, which is pretty sick. You got obviously University of Michigan, Western Michigan, and Michigan Tech. Michigan just pumps out the talent, man. Or dude, I Michigan guess, Tech is talent. an electric factory. I dude, the GLI is like literally one of my favorite weekends of the year too i mean that's my buddy and i go to the the great lakes invitational literally every single year just you know full weekend uh hockey pretty much all day every day for uh for a couple of days straight there it's an absolute riot and yeah michigan tech always uh always a, a fun competitor in that as well and our last prospect scotty that we got to get to is a goaltender seventh round pick from 2019 love it carter guylander Plays for Colgate University. Shout out Colgate. Made the basketball tournament too. Yep. And they are playing Keenan Draper in the University of Michigan today. There you go. So his tournament might be ending pretty soon. Although who knows? Upsets do happen. Hey. It, well, it, it, he <laughs> goaltender too, man. A lot of influence. I don't know. I am one. He's had a really good season in 38 games. Play. He's got a two, three, one goals against average and a nine, 18 save percentage with Colgate. So seventh round goalie that a lot of people probably aren't paying too much attention to has had a pretty impressive year uh, in the NCAA. And, you know, if he puts the team on his back and they upset Michigan, I think a lot more people are going to be talking about him. Absolutely. Shout out. That covers it guys. Uh, That's all the teams or all the players that are Red Wings prospects that are playing in this. I believe if I miss anyone, let me know. I went through elite prospects. I sifted through uh, the Red Wings depth chart and in the system chart to make sure I got everyone. But if I missed anyone, I apologize. Point it out in the comments. You can call me an idiot if you want. You can call me an idiot regardless. Lots of people do. Mostly Scotty. Uh, (laughs) But as far as Thursday games go, if you guys want to watch, you got Minnesota and Canisius. The font was really small. I almost missed it. Uh, St. Cloud State and Minnesota State. Denver and Cornell and Boston University and Western Michigan and uh, Michigan, I'm sorry, I, th- I said Michigan plays on Thursday. They play on Friday. Michigan plays Colgate on Friday, followed by Penn State and Michigan State, Quinnipiac and Merrimack, and then Harvard and Ohio State, the Ohio U- uh, State University. Sorry, Scotty. It's just kind of fun to say. I'm sorry. I know it's blasphemous, but it is it's really fun not. to say. Um, but yeah, that's your first round. Only 16 teams make the tournament outright. It's not like the NCAA basketball tournament where 64 plus make it. If you count the first four. Uh, and then it'll be over by April 8th. So, yeah, it's a fun couple of weeks though, man. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, let's see game preview. Red Wings play St. Louis. They just beat them in a shootout. Uh, Simon Edmondson still questionable whether or not he'll play anything else. Uh, I'd like to see Edmondson play if he's healthy, obviously. Um, you know, love Jacob Verona would really like to not have the uh, the revenge goal happen, but I'm sure he's going to get his shots off. Um, same kind of breakdown as far as what they need to do as yesterday. That's not too much different. And who's so in that? Who's so in that? Right. Yeah. True that. So that's uh, his I, revenge. Yeah. But like a good who's game. We've had a couple of games now. A couple of his last performances, we've been like, yeah, that wasn't really great. I'd like uh, like a vintage who's uh, game. If you don't mind. Yep. Red Wings are plus 180 odds to win it by a goal and a half or more. Minus 132 to win it outright. They should be home favorites against the St. Louis Blues. And then the uh, over under is set to six and a half 
plus 100 odds to hit the over. So they don't think there's oh, a good well, chance. I'd take the cheap. over there, but I wouldn't feel good about it. If it wasn't plus money, I wouldn't. But, like, you kind of have to on that well, one. I'm thinking Jordan Bennington's probably back in net tomorrow, and uh, he's been dog water this season. Yeah. So, of course, that means he's going to put a goalie game on us after coming out. Correct. Yeah, so. you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But. Guaranteed yeah. 36 shot shutout now. That's where the numbers lie, guys. Uh, Scotty, any final thoughts, my man? Um, shout out fan sided. Great website. <laughs> After you almost blasted. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't mean to do that earlier. Uh, great website. <laughs> support writers. Support their work. They're awesome. I've, uh, yeah, great people. Um, and we ball. We'll be back tomorrow for a Friday episode recapping the game to this, against the St. Louis Blues. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Every day.